Hello, this is Robert Rickover. I'm an Alexander Technique teacher in Omaha, Nebraska, and my guest today is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, and we've been doing a series of conversation about conversations about Alexander ideas of various kind. And uh, we're taking, uh, we're doing a little break from our usual process, which is, I don't tell her ahead of time what we're going to talk about. And this, and I think maybe it's better if she does have some idea what, what we're talking about. So she, she's been warned what the topics are today. Mm -hmm. And uh, for this interview, um, I want to discuss the word notice and um, and its its usefulness for Alexander teachers and and students. Um, the person who I first encountered, the teacher who I first encountered who used that word a lot <clears throat> was Marjorie Barstow. She would often, she might help someone a little bit in an activity, and then she would often say, what do you notice? What do you notice? She did not ask, what did that feel like? Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really important distinction. Uh, what I like about the word notice is that it's a very, it's a very mild word, a kind of an unassuming word. It doesn't necessarily include any kind of call to action. You know, it just, I wake up, woke up this morning, I noticed that it rained last night. Okay, I just filed that away. I might not never think about it again. Or I might think, oh, I got to do some stuff in the backyard to deal with that. You know, it could be, it could be a range of, of reactions. Um, yeah, can I just- Yes, in, absolutely. I think I think my very first um, Alexander Technique teacher who I um, studied with for a couple of years before I started training, I think that was sort of a hallmark question from lessons with her and continued almost with every, almost every teacher I've encountered. What, what oh. did you notice? And really trying oh, to steer okay. me away from feel, um, um, which, I'm sure in the beginning I was very much, oh, that felt this, this, you know, I, <laughs> um, because that's where we go. And it was an attempt to, um, no, just, just what did you notice about that? But I agree with you. It's, it's lighter, it's milder. And to me, it, it's, um, helps you create a little bit of space between mm -hmm. you and the thing that you yes, notice, yes. which, um, so you're present to it, but you're not like in it, like a feeling you can kind of be down in it and you can also try and create it. And there's all the other problems with possibly with the word feel, but notice is like, it, I think it helps you stay out of that and have that little bit of space. Um, it's a very neutral word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It doesn't yeah. carry with it any necessarily any other message like, oh, 
and that's bad or that's good. It's yeah, just I, what is. Yes, exactly. And yeah. in fact, I've come across the word notice in another context. Um, um, and in particular with the work of um, someone called Susan David. She has a TED talk about emotional agility. But mm -hmm. she advises people not, first of all, don't say like, I'm sad, like you are not your feelings. Um, but then you could say I'm feeling sad, which is a step better than I'm sad, but I'm noticing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I'm sad is like you're still present, you're aware, and that you might need some action that you want to take to help comfort yourself, for instance, in that. But it creates that bit of space that's helpful. And I think it's the same idea. Yeah, I think it's exactly the same idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that I that's well, I'm glad to see that that's out there in other areas too. Mm -hmm. I just thought just um, for fun, I looked up the dic dictionary definition. Uh, oh. One of them is the uh, notice the fact of observing or paying attention to something. And that something could be pretty much anything like mm -hmm. my dog seems hungry to um, there's a tornado coming. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to the basement. You know, there's mm -hmm. quite a range mm -hmm. of, of things mm -hmm. that it can cover. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, it occurs to me before you continue, and so I don't lose my thread, that it also, when you ask people what they notice, it's an open question. And the noticing could go in any direction. You're not, it feels like it, yeah, there's that. Kind of like you said with the dog, it could be this whole range from, Oh, mm -hmm. I noticed maybe in the context of an Alexander lesson that I feel a little bit lighter. That's mm -hmm. kind of more general, or it could be, oh, I felt a release in my wrist. Um, but it could be, oh, the um, for some reason when that happened, um, I was really aware of the sunshine. <laughs> you know, um, it really, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a great word. I, I, it's it's a perfect Alexander technique teaching and and learning word mm -hmm. because it is kind of open ended. It's it's not per, I guess the word is prescriptive or pro, what's mm -hmm. that the right word prescriptive mm -hmm. of doing anything about it. Um, it's just a great word. I, and honestly, I don't have a lot more to say. Mm -hmm. um, do you have, I, I just think it's a word that, I think it just needs to be appreciated a little more. Yeah, I think one other benefit um, when I'm kind of explaining why it's more helpful than feel mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. is that it really takes the burden off having to feel anything. And um, because then some people can feel, feel, haha, um, mm -hmm. um, like less than because they didn't feel a release in whatever or no. Mm -hmm. But but when it's just like a really open notice, um, and you can notice that like, you didn't perceive anything. <laughs> I guess you could. Um, I don't know. It just seems to take some of the burden off. Like and not a have to associated with 
it somehow. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, and I yeah. think also that same quality applies if you're, for example, experimenting on your own with Alexander ideas, directions, for example. For sure. Uh, you could, you know, and especially, for example, if you're testing them to see, oh, is mm -hmm. that a useful direction? So you use it and then you mm -hmm. throw it away or replace it with a nonsense thought and bring it back. And, and you could just, your intention could be just to notice what happens. Yeah. And it has all of those same advantages there as well. I'm struck by an experiment you have me do sometimes when we've played, you know, with an idea and you have me walking. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm thinking you've described this with students and I've done it with students in the past, is that maybe they don't notice anything change with their quality of their walk or how they feel. Um, they might notice that the sound of their footsteps across the room has changed for instance so you can you can um guide someone's attention to mm -hmm. notice in different mm. areas that they might not have thought of but yes there's that, all different yeah. ways that we can notice yes a yeah. lot of times people will say a new student might say huh, it didn't seem like really much happened, but I did notice this. And I'll say that's pretty important. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it does it it it's uh, doesn't put pressure on on the person to come up with the right answer. And mm -hmm. it can it can open up other possibilities too. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. is there anything else you want to say about that word? Just that I love it. And we even sometimes in my group classes play what I call the noticing game. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just literally we go around and like, what am I noticing in this moment? And it can be just quite interesting from visual to physical sensation to any other sensory input, cognitive. I mean, there's so many different ways you can notice, but it always seems to be a way of helping people get present and a little bit more integrated somehow so anyway so yeah you know Mar game <laughs> yeah when Marge was teaching in groups which is mostly what she did she typically had students arranged in a roughly circular arrangement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes she would just say well what do you notice about the other people in the room Mm -hmm. And yeah. she making it very clear that she wasn't looking for for judgments or anything like that. Yeah. But what do you see? And um, then maybe when she would work with somebody a little bit, uh, that you were more likely to to notice mm. the change that occurred. Mm. Mm. So that it, it was part of her general process of perhaps working individually often, but involving the entire group in that process. Mm. So it can open out things. I guess you could say it's a, it's a word that just doesn't take up much space, but opens up all mm. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Um, not that I can think of right now. <laughs> All right. Well, um, 
my uh, my guest today has been Imogen Ragone. I'll put information by the video and the podcast that will be made of this as well. And um, thank you so much for, for doing this. You're welcome.